You're listening to an encore presentation of the original Loretta Brown show. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Good morning. Welcome to, and, uh, to the original Loretta Brown show. Radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. And as always, where would I be without my amazing producer, Benny Mathers? Oh, Yay! oh thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! Appreciate it. Yeah, a round not... of applause. <laughs> it's like a good team effort. You know, it's a team effort. <laughs> team effort uh you know i was thinking the other day how long you and i've worked together and oh you know we haven't aged how did that happen i don't know you haven't <laughs> i have if you look back at some of the tapes i have less up top and more downstairs here this downstairs people look online if you don't know where i'm where i'm focusing here all right i'm talking about a beard people the beard all right oh goodness Everybody, just take another sip of coffee or tea. Just <laughs> calm down now. Just, just calm down. My son always says that to me, you know, because I'm a fire sign and he'll he he's an earth sign and he'll look at me sometimes and just go, now just calm down. Right. <laughs> right. That motion. Right. <laughs> anyway, it works. I hope you're all having a wonderful morning and and a wonderful life. And I am the owner of Reiki Oasis for the last 27 years. We're alive and well over there. You can find out all about me at ReikiOasis.com. And of course, <laughs> sometimes people say, Loretta, what is it that you do? <laughs> My joke is I do Reiki all the time, but not yet, not obviously, right? I'm also a channel. I do hypnotherapy, emotional release work, and behavior modification, and actually spiritual counseling. And, and sometimes I think I'm just there to help validate your journey, give you some love, and my business is Reiki Oasis. So it is a place for you to step away from the world and step into the knowing of who you truly are. Um, I have lots of stuff coming up. I've got Temple of the Divine Feminine is this coming Saturday, the day after tomorrow. And we're going to be doing some marvelous things in there, wonderful meditations, um, some beautiful feminine things around the uh, summer solstice. Ooh, and the full moon. I'll talk about that in a minute. And then on Sundays, I have Sunday meditation with Loretta at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you can't be there at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, just sign up. I'll send you a recording. You can listen to the meditation anytime you want. And it is an hour. So you do have to set aside an hour. Somebody told me once, and there's that saying, and I'm probably going to misquote it, like, you should meditate, I think it's like 20 minutes every day, and if you can't do that, if you're too busy, meditate for an hour, right? So that's how that works. <laughs> and I am a listener-supported show. Thank you to all my patrons. Um, you do help. Your energy, your love, your prayers lead me forward and help me bring all these beautiful people for your benefit, because... We're here to try to uplift you. Now, I have a wonderful guest, rich and full information, stuff you really need to know. But before I bring her on, I have to check into the astrological weather because I feel like I need to just say, just breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. That's right. June is really sowing the seeds for some extreme and world altering, altering events, personally and globally, that are gonna transpire in the latter half of this year. So buckle your seatbelts and get ready. I know, 
people are like, Loretta, no, 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 no. Listen, I'm just giving you a weather forecast, right? We're greater than that, but we can be affected by it. It's energy, right? So while things may seem a little shaky this month, many people are ha having trouble with fatigue and they're not sleeping and their digestive systems are off. And well, there's that old stuff coming up, right? I want to tell you that we're just simply being prepared for that upgrade, that ascension, that evolution of consciousness that we're actually in the middle of. So don't don't get worried. You know, my guest today is really going to help you with a bunch of stuff. But I want to tell you that Saturn is retrograde and Saturn will be retrograde until I think it's October. This is a great time, by the way, to take care of your body. You know, take if, if you've been trying to <laughs> diet away some of the the extra poundage, uh, by the way, uh, uh, people ask me this stuff all the time. Don't be afraid if you don't be worried if you've gained a few pounds, right? The last couple of years have been stressful, but your body might also need a little bit of extra something as we go through these changes. So hang on, always love yourself. And this is a good time to get your health back online. So do attend to it. But Saturn retrograde challenges us to look back over how we have grown and matured. What are the lessons, right? What's been going on? It can cause stalemates in governments. And as it drops back into Capricorn, it will require governments to be held accountable for their actions and for ourselves to be accountable for our actions. So we are the ones we've been waiting for. Saturn can be a strict teacher of the Zodiac but can also help us gain the reward when we have the courage to look straight at our lessons. Don't run away. It doesn't serve you. you. You've got what it takes. Come on now. Yeah. And Saturn always leaves a gift when it goes direct, which it will in October, thanking us for our hard work. Saturn's movements have been closely linked with the pandemic and all of the events on planet Earth. So you may receive further insights and news in October, making it clear what your lessons, what your growth, what your opportunities have been during this time. Now on Tuesday, we had a massive full moon in Sagittarius, also known as the strawberry moon or the honeymoon. Ah! <laughs> yes, I did say it. <laughs> I think a bee honey though, but honey moon. And I know you got it. The full moon is when the moon's face is completely covered in light and she is at her power announcing the peak of the lunar cycle where she has reached her limit. This moon is not only powerful because it's just before the summer solstice, but because it lines us up with the galactic center of the Milky Way. And this is where the central region of the Milky Way galaxy spirals between Scorpio and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the protector of our galaxy, and you may be feeling a strong desire to help the planet during this time, right? And then there's Scorpio. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so many are waking up and activating huge missions to help in some way, like my guest coming on in a moment. Oh, spoiler alert. From a place of honor and celebration, we can determine what we no longer should be carrying into the next cycle. Gosh, I feel like I'm in my interview already. We release the past aware of its lessons and its opportunities. And the full moon invites us to get out of our own way after all the experiences and lessons we've had and finally align with what is true to us. 
but be aware of a square between the luminaries and Neptune that can stir distortions, old patterns, and misunderstandings, right? So just remember that during a full moon is really not the time to take action. It's a time of contemplation. And under this one, we're closing a chapter that opened on December 4th under the new moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, where we were cosmically redirected to reshape old and crystallized beliefs. So between December 4th and now, I know a lot of you have been experiencing what my clients are sharing, that they're like, why is this old stuff coming up? I thought I was done with this stuff. I'm, I'm so emotional. I'm, I'm angry. I'm irritable. I'm short-tempered. I'm like scratchy. I'm restless. Um, one of my clients the other day, a couple of days ago, said that she just felt like she was trying to get out of her skin, like a snake shedding its skin. And I went, good perfect mm. right mm. now i'm going to pull a little piece from vedic astrology in vedic astrology the full moon is at the very last degree of scorpio 29 degrees of scorpio is the tip of the tail of the scorpion where the poison is held don't get scared like i said that we're just vacillating between Sagittarius and Scorpio in order to kind of make a change. Um, this last degree is called Gandanta in Vedic astrology for my Vedic astrologer people. And Gandanta is when planets are in the very last degree of water and the first degree of fire, water and fire. I always think about the big island of Hawaii and aloha to Jenny my daughter, I love you. But when Pele, the goddess of fire, comes in contact with her sister, the goddess of water, there's steam and there's boiling and new land is produced. <laughs> oh, so that gives us, tells us everything we need to know. But the last degree of water are always very emotional. And sometimes our emotions will come up about things and we might have a sense of drowning. There's something that we can't quite get a hold of. Our nose is just above water. So this is a very powerful and unpredictable time and might help explain why some of you have been rolling around so much. Like, where's the ground? Where is that which I know that stabilizes me? Some of the good things, right, is that Mercury is in Taurus right now, and that's about food, diet, and money. And it's going to get things moving forward. And also we've got a, a little thing going on with between Scorpio and Taurus that's affecting our money, right? So people ask me, are we gonna be okay? Cause we're watching the money go up and down. Uh, I wanna let you know, it's gonna, it's gonna go back up and it's gonna make one final drop and then it's gonna go back up. Astrologically, that's what we see. So just hang on, keep breathing. You're gonna be just fine. You know, panic never serves us. And my guest today is really gonna help us kind of take a look at that too. So do realize that you're going to be okay. We also have coming up, of course, on the 21st, the summer solstice. We're going to come into a powerful galactic alignment. And on the solstice, the Earth's North Pole tilts at its maximum towards the sun, which floods the planet with a ton of light. Woohoo! Coming straight from our great central sun. We also shift into cancer season, the 21st. 
and it's watery. Mm -hmm. On the solstice, the moon in Chiron, the great healer, will be meeting in Aries. And so this is bringing up our old wounds because uh, Chiron in Aries wants to heal our original wound, which is the wound of ourself. Who are we? Right? So the things that have been hurting. So this huge influx of energy coming into the planet over the next few weeks is asking you to rise up and to fight for your dreams. You may be feeling a desire to push back if you've been feeling pushed around lately, but the energy over the next two weeks is all about taking back and stepping into your personal power. It's a time to connect with other worlds and be aware that as Mars goes into Aries, everything's gonna speed up. So ground yourself, get yourself in that beautiful spot and then listen carefully to every minute of the rest of my show <laughs> <laughs> because the universe has conspired to bring onto my show today a beautiful soul sister dr nancy wiley dds she's a scientist mm. <laughs> i have to stand still a spiritual <laughs> researcher <laughs> she's author of a beautiful book you need to get it right now here's the book i'm going to say it slowly so you can write it down the book is called divine trust a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home mm. oh thank <laughs> you dr wiley received her ba in biology from the university of maryland has an ms in nutrition a dds and a certificate of orthodontics from columbia university that's a mouthful I'm sorry, <laughs> does practice various forms of meditation and energy medicine modalities since the age of 16, as her experience and confidence in navigating through her inner realm continued, Dr. Wiley was able to reach a state, I don't know what state that is, whereby she no longer suffered, no matter what life presented. This is powerful, you need to hear this. She became certain that there was a divine presence that wanted everyone to know and trust it, and her divine trust became unshakable. Mm -hmm. On February 14th of 2018, the urgency to share this message accelerated in the aftermath of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Parkland, Florida, where Dr. Wiley lives and works. How timely for her to be here today. One of her patients and others close to her were killed in the shooting, and her community was suffering terribly. Dr. Wiley knew that divine trust could help ease their pain and suffering and committed herself to that cause. And she now dedicates herself to igniting a massive shift in human consciousness using divine trust as the cornerstone. That was a long intro. Welcome to the show, Nancy, Nancy. Oh, Loretta, and you know, the astrological um, prediction or forecast that you read was like, oh my gosh, it's like, is that just perfect or what? Yeah. Or is it everything's perfect? Because I was listening to some of your shows and I'm like, oh, I just love this. I love the message you're bringing, what you're sharing, how you share it. It's just uh, this culmination of so many beautiful things wrapped into one beautiful woman. So thank you for what you're doing. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> thank you. And, and love and, and the law of reflection back to you, by the way. <laughs> 
Um, I, I love what I said. Um, you know, I, I always am amazed at how the person that is on my show is divinely timed. And when I was putting together that uh, astrological forecast, I was like, wow, like you are here on time. You kept your appointment. Thank you so much for showing up. And uh, to everybody listening, it's not a mistake you're listening today. You really do need to get something from this show. So when I was a little girl, I remember that all I ever wanted to do was ease the suffering of the world. Like I would look out and I would think to myself, why? Why is there so much suffering? You know, of course, I was the girl trying to bring the dead birds back to life and building altars in the backyard, right? You know, <laughs> something was wrong. But I want you to talk a little bit about yourself, your journey. Mm-hmm. How did you end up doing what you're doing and, and writing this book? All, all divine timing. So in, in growing up, I was not psychic at all. I was so intense trying to become a doctor. My sister was psychic and I thought she was nuts, right? And me pursuing all my scientific journey with six advanced degrees, three from Columbia, you know, just all this, I'm going to, I'm going to show it like this because it's so beautiful and it'll help maybe you and your listeners and like put it all together. So we have our left brain. Now you, I, I think you're right brain. Do you know, you started out, I was not, I started out left brain and just, just went for it, developing, developing, developing 32 years of study. I I got, I graduated when I was 32. So I was firmly grounded in here and taught, this is the way we're trained. We're taught, we're not taught to work from our consciousness, but here's the thing. When I was 16, my mom saw that I was like, wait, she's way too intense. We got to, we got to give her a relief. So she took me to learn transcendental meditation, which I thought was, you know, it, it calmed me down and it helped me get through exams, but it really maybe lightened the veil. And then I started to start hearing things. So I took a sociology of religion when I was, and I told you, it proved to you there was no God, right? And I, I, I had like the rug pulled out for me because I was raised traditional Catholic. And that was, you know, believing, being spoon fed how to see the divine, see the divine, that you're not worthy and that you uh. have to have the middleman. Right. Because there's a point in the Catholic mass that says, I am not worthy to receive you. Just say the word and I shall be healed. And they brainwash you that you're not worthy to carry the light or to see God directly. You know, so then I took sociology of religion, which proved to us that there was no God. It's just to control the masses. So then I'm sitting in Columbia University, the medical and the dental go together. And I'll never forget it. I'm sitting in the amphitheater and they're going, the professor's going over how the human body negates bacteria and viruses. And if this doesn't work, this one comes in the white cells, the T killer cells, you know, oh my God, the leukocytes, the lymphocytes. And I was like, boom, there's a divinity behind this. I am sure it was like, it was, I was like, I was struck by a lightning bolt. And that was the first thing that ever happened to me that I would say was like opening okay so then I started hearing things seeing things and as a scientist you said you know that's there's no explanation 
But the further I discovered, quantum physics actually explains everything, parallel universes, how when people would pass over, transition out of their human body, I could see them, hear them, smell them, smell them, feel them. And, and, and it was just like so bizarre. So then suddenly I had to ask myself, how is this happening? And then as I found this beautiful teacher, kept meditating the whole time, but her name was Jetamali and she did a specific guided meditation. And boy, did I have fireworks, lightning bolts. I saw my guides. I've been studying with her since 2008. And every single time, she is just so profound. Jetta, Molly, if you ever can study with her, but she doesn't so much teach individually anymore. She's set out to teach the corporate world and to write the corporate world. So I guess I was very blessed to have her when I, when I could. So anyways, so here, one of her main proponents is she would spend weeks on each chakra and your guides and... Um, weeks, maybe months on love, gratitude, and then my favorite was trust. Now, something about trust through the years of working her with her, whenever we would meditate on trust, it would just take whatever, like no matter what was happening, no matter what in my outside world, and it would go like something like this, and I would be centered and directly facing the face of God. I would be there. I'd be every ounce of my body would surrender and trust this information, this energy that I call source, God, universe, whatever name you give it. And I could commune with it. It started talking to me and giving me messages and telling me fantastic things, which I'm like, well, that's just my ego. I'm, you know, it can't be real. And it would persist. So I say, if you get a message like that, and you try to push it aside, but it keeps coming back. I do believe it's your divine guides telling you something. So then on February 14th, 2018, my mom had just died and we had our funeral on a Friday before this. So I remember thinking like, you know, I'm handling this pretty, pretty well. I'm better than my brother, my sister, and my dad. And trusting that all things happen perfectly. We all choose our path. Therefore, it's not up to me to fight, you know, when my mom passed and made her transition. So I was in the clinic and it was Wednesday right after my mom's funeral. And a mom standing next to me exclaims, there's an active shooter at Douglas. My practice, my orthodontic practice was about a mile and a half away from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. It was actually in Coral Springs, but right on the Parkland Coral Springs border. When we all breathed in, when we let that breath out, sirens and helicopters and every parent was trying to get to the school. So there were like 30 cars all abandoned along the side of the road as the parents left their car because there was gridlock and they walked the rest of the way to the school trying frantically to, you know, make sure their teen was okay. And um, so many other things I'm not going to go into here, but um, we found out I lost a patient that day and one of my, my staff members lost her sister. And I remember suffering. I remember, well, you know, I thought I handled my mom's passing well and then this happened and it seemed like such a tragedy. So 
five days into it, like, you know how I said about the trust? Well, I was all scattered and suffering watching the news and talking to people and going to funerals and talking to parents and students. And oh my goodness, it was so horrific. And the, the community was so um, out of sorts. No one even came into the office for about six weeks. No, I mean, we were dead, dead. Yes. And <clears throat> about five days after the actual shooting, I'm like, I got to get a hold of myself. So I went deep into this powerful, powerful meditation. And I said, source, I know that nothing bad ever happens. I feel like I am out of sorts. Please, please tell me why did this happen? Well, boy, when you ask, you get. Yeah. So I heard all about that this is the evolutionary path that these students had given their their life for this to evolve all of us. So from source's perspective, they just changed form. They're not dead. We ne we ne our physical bodies pass away, but our spirit never does. It just changes form. And it said that, remember the physics principle, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It merely changes form. So I started saying that out loud. So I said that to my staff member who lost her sister. That really helped her. But what came out was really how to end suffering, how this actually occurred to evolve all of us. And the fact that me being a scientist in that position at that right time, at that right place, as a Reiki master myself, was meant in, in perfect timing. Because I actually sold my practice. I felt like, well, this is a calling. This is a calling. This wow. message okay. is for the world. It's not just for Marjorie Stoneman Douglas or Parkland. It's for the world. And it's so needed now. So I got pushed out of my practice by a physical issue, which still maintains to this day. But I did not look at it as a negative. I trusted that it was divine because I loved what I was doing so much. I would never have left if I wasn't forced out to bring this, the message of the book into the world. So that's what I'm here is to share this unshakable trust, which maybe my words, you're going to have to take it on faith at first. But once you walk, you are walked through it and my light shines for you and your light turns on and you see this for yourself and you start to commune with it, it is no longer on faith. It is an actual tangible relationship that is meant to be one-on-one -on -one right now on the planet. You know it, Loretta. Light is here. And it is, I'm showing this vision of the whole planet, like maybe two-thirds to three-quarters lighting up. There still is a portion that will be dark that's not ready for it. I don't know what that vision actually means, but this is the time for this precise message right now and this teaching. Wow, that is beautiful. Um, there is so much in there. I was jotting down notes because I want to pull out sections. You know, that's my, I want people to get this, mm -hmm. right? I really want people to get this. And I actually know exactly what you mean. This is the precise moment for the light. And like I say, for those listening to this, believe it or not, you are meant to hear this. So whether it's live or on the recording, this message is for you. So we are going to take a station break because it's the perfect time to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, my guest today, this is Loretta Brown, of course, the orig original Loretta Brown show. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. And my guest today is Dr. Nancy Wiley. And the book is Divine Trust, A 
practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. And um, wow, we have so much to talk about. Um, these events that happen on the planet that are so traumatizing, uh, which leave us in that state of, oh my goodness, uh, don't go away because when we come back, we're going to really kind of wade through this. Like, how does this actually work? How do we go from A to B? Mm. Anyway, let's take a station break. We'll be right back. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Alternative Talk 1150 is your sports organization's safe bet when it comes to airing your team's games. Our players are all seasoned professionals when it comes to sports programming. Imagine your games being heard on local radio. Your team deserves the MVP treatment. Call 425-653-1150 today to learn how affordable and fun it is to broadcast your games on the radio. Call 425-653-1150 and make your next season something special. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. You're listening to an encore presentation of the original Loretta Brown Show. Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown Show with my special guest, and she is special, blessed, beautiful soul, uh, Dr. Nancy Wiley. Her, we're talking about her book, Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. Would you please just go get it right now? It's easy. Just do it. It's a, <laughs> you short get it. Read. it's a short read and it's well worth it. And then she's got a bunch of wonderful things on her website and some um, uh, audio audio that goes along with a book yes. that you can download and listen to. Right. Yes. And I want to remind everybody that these shows are archived. They're downloadable for free. You can listen to this over and over and over again at the 1150 KKNW archives for the original Loretta Brown show. And of course, we're on uh, iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify, Audible, and all kinds of other places. And if you ever want to just listen to KKNW Live, you can download the app, KKNW app. <laughs> and believe it or not, you can just click on there and wh whoever's talking, you know, because there's all kinds of great shows on here. And of course, don't forget about my show. Mm. Uh, so before the break, we were talking about this event that happened at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, with the shooting and you were sharing how your your you were given this technique i guess you'd call it a technique it's really kind of a, an idea a mindset i want to take it from um you know because we can say to people well this was divinely meant to be right mm -hmm. your your child dying your dearly loved one dying was divinely meant to be and this is a delicate road Oh, for sure. Road. So could we just get down to the to the boots on the ground level of how we actually accept such a thing? Because, you know, the very first thing people are going to go are, are going to go, what? Right. Shut up, go away. Right. right? Mm. OK, so after I'm, I'm going to share something with you, because after the Uvalde, Texas shooting, I, I started getting pulled in for maybe a day, less than, 
less than 24 hours. And my um, people who do my, you know, posting social media, what do you want to post? What do you want to post? And I'm like, I, I can't post anything. I'm out here. I got to get back here. Cause I'm, I'm, what I'm going to post out here is not going to help anyone. So I got present. So here, here, I'm just going to give your listeners, viewers, I, I, you all know this, you first, you have to get into the present moment. And it's all talked about in my book, because really the only way to where I'm talking about is being in the present moment, because when you're in your mind, you're what happened, what just happened. And of course, Loretta, you're, you're psychic, you're a median, you know, that when people leave this physical body, they don't die, their spirit goes on. And this is a human thing. So remember, I started talking about left brain, right brain. So from the right brain, as I started to grow my right brain and meditate and commune and come into the present moment, it's all about that and develop my one-on-one personal relationship with source, God, the universe, whatever name you give that energy. It started to talk back to me, feed my soul. So what I did is after the Uvalde shooting, I went into meditation again within the next day. Cause I was like, I can't, I'm not helping anyone like this. And I just repeated the steps I did from the Parkland shooting just in a faster, shorter time frame, and went back in. Why? 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 Tell me. Show me. How is this good? It keeps happening over and over again. And I got even more profound, deeper answers. And I, I had to write them down because sometimes like when I get these downloads, it's... Yeah you forget them the next second. So if you don't write them down, they're, they're kind of elusive in their loss. So you like to ground them by writing them. So it, it was really, I know I'm, I'm going to tell you what I wrote and then we're going to talk about them because okay. there's a two part is a two answer part. And if I was a mom of a, someone who just lost a child, I don't know if I could say this to them. I don't know how I would receive it. Cause I know a lot of people just want the perpetrator to put, you know, in the gas chamber or hung or, you know, euthanized. Um, and so it's a, it's a different way of looking at it. So I'm going to just put it out there because I think it's important. This is what came through. It's an all too familiar experience. And I keep getting two messages. The first one is we as a collective, collective society or collective consciousness have to ask what's the root cause of this? Um, why do these situations of mass shootings keep happening? What do we do to create it? So I believe, per, I believe in taking individual responsibility and joining the collective for clearing it, right? That's what I'm about, mm. clearing healing, coming to this point, which is my second point, what comes up of beauty and wholeness, not suffering. Okay, so what do we do as um, human collective consciousness to create it? And this is what I'm getting. It's a very complicated situation. It starts with parenting or lack of parenting, exposure to video games that delight in the killing of human beings, bullying, because this boy was bullied, young men without strong supervision, being able to acquire semi-automatic weapons, social media that glorifies mass murders, television programs who endlessly broadcast the murders and foster copycat activity and glorification of the murder, you know, the person who murders. And it goes on and on. 
Okay, so that's just one thing. What did I do to do this? What did I individually, how do I take responsibility for? Because it does me no good to say that person did it or this, what did I do? What, and therefore, what can I do? So remember, I'm communing with this divine source that nourishes and feeds. The most important second part of this is, what can I do to change the outcome? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sit in the guidance of divine trust. When each of us does this and takes responsibility for these actions in this spiritual way, it does make a difference. And that's an exclamation point. We think it cannot possibly, but this is from our limiting perspective and operating from our minds. When we operate from our consciousness, we see that anytime we, we remember who and what we are, which is the divine, and we chose to operate and we choose to operate from love, no matter what, we take a stand for all that is good and holy. This sends the very vibration that is the antidote for these actions. We can and do make a difference. Love and goodness always triumphs and trumps the darkness. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, that's spot on. It's absolutely spot on. Um, it's kind of interesting to me because yesterday somebody asked me that question and I channeled an answer. It was very similar to what you just gave. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, there is a journey. I'm going to tell the listeners there is a journey from, I'm going to call it the resistance or the, 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 the stuckness of the mind. Mm -hmm. to the acceptance of, of what Nancy just said, yes. right? And I also want to just say this, and you'll be able to expound upon it. Your book gives us the tools. It gives us the ability to bridge mm -hmm. yes. from this fear-based, stuck, yes. hateful, revengeful, understandable position mm -hmm. to a... I'm going to call it a freedom into yes. divine trust. It, and really yeah. important, I want to expound on that because it's a decision we each make. We first have to decide, are you going to stay in the fear and the lack and the scarcity and the, um, the hate? Or are you going to decide to make this journey from where you're saying and where I'm teaching to this other side, a profound acceptance and goodness and and just living from the flow and the ease of this beauty and wholeness it's a decision so we first each have to decide i'm sure many of your viewers and listeners are right there they've already decided that's why they're listening and there is no accident if they're listening to these words right now that vibration is going out and that's what you and your work is and my work is we're to speak it to hold this place until they're ready to catch up to it or to be it themselves and so many people it is the right time right now or we wouldn't, we wouldn't be having all of this, these things going on, the war in Ukraine, the political divide, the, the 
you know, financial issues, everything you can name it, it's there. And it's, it's like, a, I, I was listening to this um, great guy said, it's like a, a, bl- a, this like blender of all this negativity out there. And we're being thrown into that because for the very reason of what I'm saying, what you're saying, and what your forecast was, your astrological forecast, we have a choice. What are we going to stand for? What are we going to bring onto the planet? More hate, more violence, more wars, more lack? Or are we as a humanity going to switch? And when are we going to switch? And that's this thing. And that's what I'm, I'm shown, like the scientist aspect now switching to put the consciousness forefront. And now guess what happens? They merge. Everything yeah. merges in my yeah. world. Yeah. Science and spirituality as one one continuous right right way (laughs) you know i've had so many uh amazing guests on my show right like dr amit goswami wrote a great book called the quantum brain Mm -hmm. right and he and many others are talking about that joining of science and spirituality that we are realizing that these go together and when they go together in my opinion, we, we awaken that co-creative ability because we can use logic or practicality for that part. And we can also use the guiding divine, right? Mm-hmm. And help us understand from a higher level. Um, I call that the higher brain. Um, in this, how do I say this? Um, when we're going from the place of great woundedness and pain, and like you said, this is a choice. It mm-hmm. really is a choice. I can tell that many of the listeners are already there going, I choose um, to do the light. I choose to be a part of this great transition. Also understanding the connectedness of the collective. And um, I say to my people all the time, I go, you know what? You are not powerless. You are full, full of power. And if all you do every morning is get up and light a candle and say, I light this candle to spread light into the world, you're doing a great thing because that energy will go out and it will connect with everyone. And it is all of us doing this. Mm. So what you said about, you know, like I call it radical responsibility. So this horrible thing has happened. What have I done to contribute to it? Right. Yes. And what can I do now? What can I do to move it in a different direction. Mm -hmm. So are you asking me the question and how to, okay, so it is a choice. Okay, we talked about that number two, be willing and allow a new way of being. Three, I think have a mental construct. For me as a scientist, I needed to know like, you know, people would talk about we are the divine. I'm like, I don't get that. Well, Finally, I got it. And I actually teach a master course that shows it. Now, will everyone understand fully that they are the divine incarnate? And this is why we actually are here so that we can know ourselves as the divine. It's no fun for God to come to the planet Earth and know that it is the divine. But when we're given amnesia and we wake up to it, oh, my God, we are the divine. It loves that. It loves that waking up to the power and the beauty and the everythingness that we are. It loves that. 
And each one of us are. So what I am saying is in each one of us. And each one of us has a calling. I believe every human being, especially right now on the planet, they are being called to wake up. Why do you think there's so much angst? There's so much, you know, the suicides, the divorce, the alcoholism, the drug ad addiction, but also the yoga, people studying yoga and meditation and all of these other, I wonder, you know, how many people are trying to become Reiki masters right now. I'm sure it's at an all time high because of that calling. We're on the planet here to do something specific and something amazing because the whole, the whole human race is up leveling. You know, you had said it about the ascension. I don't really know what that is other than what my guides are telling me is that humanity is moving from functioning in this limited, just out of the mind into the consciousness, being present in the moment and the merging of the two to become the highest potential that we possibly can. And so we're back to how are the steps? Decide, be willing and allowing, get a mental construct, and then you do it. So I teach the first step I teach is to come into the present moment. It's meditation. Okay. And it particularly guides me to keep things short because this is meant for the masses, the masses who have not even heard of this or contemplated this, but they still have that heart calling. They know that there's more to just a physical body and then you die. And then what happens? They know that we are, there's a calling. They sense it inside somewhere that we are way more than we're at this moment as a collective human you know, society aware of. So we are just up, up leveling to this. So come into the present moment, close your eyes, close the outer senses, open the inner senses. What do you see right before you with your eyes closed? Maybe we could try this right now. Yeah. Have yeah, a few yeah. Minutes. yeah. If okay. you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give the mind a job to do with your mm -hmm. eyes closed. You're going to breathe in and watch a circle go up, breathe out, come down, breathe in, go up slowly. And we're, we're going to slow it down. And as your eyes are closed, you're going to keep breathing and watching that circle within your inner eyes. Breathe in, breathe out. Maybe feel where you're sitting right now. Maybe feel your hands on your lap. Breathe in and breathe out. With your eyes still closed, look forward in front of you. Keep breathing. Keep staying in the present moment. What do you see there? Is it just dark space, empty space, or is it alive? Well, my answer is it's alive. It wants you to see it. It's been patiently waiting for you to see it, to know it. Now reach out to it in goodness, in generosity in warmth, in kindness. For when you do, you are greeting it with its innate characteristics. This energy is loving and benevolent and life-giving. 
it also supports all life and nothing ever is wrong. There's no hair ever out of place. It's never been out of place. It's only been perfect and whole, guiding us, loving us, caring for us, our whole life, our whole existence. Now reach out to it in trust. Trust it. At first, you might have to take my words upon faith. But once you reach out to it, you see it's reaching right back, caring for you, loving you, holding you, supporting you. And it always has, and it always will. From this point, you feel whole, you feel perfect, you feel like you're flowing and floating on this beautiful energy which holds you up and everyone else. Now just sit in that for a second. Feel that. Know that. Thank it and enjoy it. And now you can come back into the room or wherever you're sitting and open your eyes and know that that made a difference. That shifted a lot of things. I love that so much. And um, my eyes changed color. There we go. Oh. So, so do mine. Um, I always thought I was crazy and people said, yeah, your eyes are lightening up. That's because light is pouring through yeah. your eyes. It's the divine and each one of you are it. Yeah. <sighs> so that is so beautiful. Um, I want to remind the listening audience, that's just a little taste of Nancy Wiley's book, Divine Trust. And she does take you through how do we, how do we get to this state and then what do we do with it, mm -hmm. um, you know, to help, uh, I'm going to say, participate in the sea of awareness or direct it mm -hmm. to help bring about that collective change that we are all a part of right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yummy. Delicious. <laughs> it's very yummy. It is. Um, you know, we are in a state of resistance. We are mm -hmm. in a state of shock. We don't want to accept what is in the room. Mm -hmm. We don't want to allow it, let right. alone accept it, right? right? And so all of these are just little uh, tidbits um, of of what it is that's going on here. But this, to me, is the key. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, a a powerful key that is much needed because if we can bridge this, mm -hmm. then we can do anything. Anything. It, it's the foundation. Mm -hmm. It's it's a foundation from which all spirituality. It grounds everything and okay. it allows for everything, everything. And it allows for all, you know, it's just like such a ubiquitous solution. It allows for all religions or no religion. It allows for all spiritual gifts. It allows for everything. It's like endless. It actually, you know, it tells me it has an, it's an entity. It flies. It shows me it's got wings, like angel wings flying. 
I can't, I mean, I can't fully take credit. It gets, it gets annoyed with me when I say that it wants me to take credit for it because I've allowed my energy field to, to up level enough to be able to bring it onto the planet. But I feel like it's, um, it's be way beyond me. And I, I would start out saying, I can't take credit for it. It just came through me and I wrote it because it is an entity and it's so powerful. It's just so powerful and needed right now. I mean, the time is right. Yeah. If I told you it was supposed to be released in February, I wanted to release it at the four-year anniversary of Marjorie oh. Stoneman Douglas and something just grated in me. So I said, you know what? I don't think it's the right time. I don't know why. So I went to a Vedic astrologer and I said, when is the right time? So he told me, you know, March 15th was acceptable to do it. So I waited deliberately. I don't know why. And then the war in Ukraine happened. And I'm like, that is just so bizarre. I don't, I don't know. I can't. It's way beyond me as a human being to understand the timing. I just allow it. And, um, flow with whatever is given yeah um so and divine timing onto my show mm -hmm. um i i really we're down to just like i don't know a minute and a half or something mm -hmm. whatever um where can people find you where can they find your book and one last thing to the audience very quickly okay so my book you can get it on amazon it's um uh, divine trust a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home and it's in paperback kindle and audible and then if they want to work with me i mean i love that because i can see energy read energy i can really help and help shift it i'm available for group um mentoring and individual mentoring and also speaking speaking engagements because i do see myself giving workshops yep. especially in the aftermath of some tragedies so i can bring Yep. a calmness and a peace to, you know, communities that have gone through the similar situations. So they can find me on trustthedivine.com. Yeah. And one last thing mm -hmm. is that everything's okay. And just to trust that it is, and that melts something inside you and just allows you to be in the present moment and carry on and flow. Thank you so much. Thank to you, Dr. Nancy Wiley, her beautiful book, Divine Trust. And um, wow, blessings to you and to everybody. And from Nancy's own words, from God's perspective, nothing bad ever happens. Everything is working for the light. Even the darkness is serving the light. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so, so much to the listening audience. Take it easy. Drink a lot of water. And I love you all. Thanks.